0: This is The Takeaway. I'm John Hockenberry. Thanks for listening. We begin this hour with a story about race and gun violence in America that gripped the attention of the world. But exactly a year ago? It wasn't a story at all.
1: It wasn't a first for 48-year-old
0: Lisa Chappell. She's been arrested for public intoxication 13 times.
1: Former Tarzan actor Steve Sippick had three big cats taken from his Loxahatchee home. Fireman from
0: Florida. He's a married father of two who simply vanished 1,600 miles away from home. Then, out of the local random headlines, an incident became a local story in Orlando, Florida quiet community of Sanford. New tonight, a deadly shooting in Sanford. Police have the gun. They've got the shooter, but they have not arrested him. But when that alleged shooter was not arrested, and there appeared to be no effort whatsoever to even investigate the case, and his claim of self-defense seemed to be protected under a Florida stand-your-ground law, then it suddenly became a national story, a global story, and a nameless African-American shooting victim had a name. (laughs) Trayvon Martin, shot and killed by George Zimmerman. A few months later, after the resignations and firings of a number of local officials, Zimmerman was charged with murder in the second degree. Zimmerman pleaded not guilty and is out of jail today on a $1 million bond. Zimmerman has maintained he was within his rights under Florida's Stand Your Ground laws and that earlier this month, Judge Deborah S. Nelson announced that jury selection in the trial of George Zimmerman will begin on June 10th. A Stand Your Ground hearing will be held in the state of Florida on April 22nd. Phil Latsman is the host of the Florida Roundup on WLRN in South Florida. Welcome to the program, Phil. Hi, John. Good to talk to you again. So how would you characterize the year that's transpired? It seems like an eon since uh, the Trayvon Martin shooting.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's only been a year. It's, it's funny because the tragedy in Newtown Turn the entire country onto this gun debate, which we were having here in Florida a year ago with the Stand Your Ground law and the, and the Trayvon Martin killing in Sanford. And it does seem like it's been a very long time, and a lot of things have changed about the way people look at guns uh, here in Florida.
0: As the legislature begins to deal with some of these issues in a renewed session now in, in 2013, I'm wondering if there has been a reconsideration of Stand Your Ground. I'm going to play you a clip from a Florida State Senator Chris Smith here who had a task force on Stand Your Ground that went around the state in the last year.
2: When the legislature passed this in 2006, they had this in mind, but it's now being misused. So let's reevaluate it and tweak it so it's not being misused. And that's all that a lot of people have been asking for. Just the discussion to try to tweak it to make sure it has its original intent.
0: Phil Atzman, is there even going to be tweaking of the Stand Your Ground laws in Florida?
1: Well, you know, Chris Smith said that to me last night uh, at our town hall meeting we had on state issues for the upcoming session, John. And he had his own separate task force. The governor set up their task force with a lot of the same lawmakers who made the law in 2005, and they basically recommended that there would be no changes to the Stand Your Ground law. the The National Rifle Association is very a strong lobby in Tallahassee. Uh, there's a lady named Marion Hammer is the former president of the NRA who helped to write this law in 2005. So uh, this debate rages on. I'll tell you another thing about it, John, is South Florida and North Florida are very different places. Uh, You know, if you just look at a map, you see how far away Tallahassee is from Miami. and, And guns are frowned upon more in the southern part of the state than they are in the northern part of the state. Every police chief down here talks about gun control. And uh, in in North Florida, it's more of a a Second Amendment thing where people want to have them with them. They're they're hunters. Um, I mean, there there are different reasons, but there is a big disconnect between really what happens in in the northern part of the state, in particular in Tallahassee, and what happens in South Florida on the issue of gun control. And, And the reality is it's not going to change because the legislature is uh, content with what the standard ground law is right now.
0: And a much stronger military culture there in the panhandle in the northern part of the state as well. Phil Latzman is the host of the Florida Roundup on Daily L R N in South Florida. I mentioned jury selection will begin in the trial on June 10th. Will these issues all come up when the Trayvon Martin case actually goes into court? What's the status?
1: Well, Zimmerman's attorney, Mark O'Mara, George Zimmerman's attorney, has tried to delay uh, the trial. That was unsuccessful. And they're going to use that defense to say that George Zimmerman is immune to prosecution. The Stand Your Ground law is going to be used and displayed, and it's going to be the, the key part of whether or not uh, George Zimmerman uh, will you know, be convicted on these charges. And so it, it'll be interesting to see what happens. But that trial is in the background here, and it's going to be a circus.
0: Indeed. Phil Latzman, the host of Florida Roundup on WLRN in South Florida. Thanks so much, Phil. Thanks, John. Also on the line, Valerie Houston, pastor at the Allen Chapel AME Church in Sanford, Florida. Valerie, we spent a lot of time with you uh, about a year ago as uh, the community was going through so much turmoil in the wake of the Trayvon Martin shooting and in all of the lack of justice and lack of activity surrounding actually bringing George Zimmerman into custody. Where does the community stand today?
2: The community is still making strides and making sure that we stay informed about what's going on with the trial. And throughout the year, we have been in touch with Department of Justice to see that the police department is doing everything they should be doing with policing the community and providing a safe and secure environment for all residents. And so we are still intentional about making sure justice is served.
0: George Zimmerman is out on a million-dollar bond. Does anyone see him? Does he have any visibility in the community at all?
2: No, not in the area by which I am living or the circle that I go every day. Uh, Only time we see him basically is when there's a news clipping on him going into the courtroom.
0: You know, what you allude to there is that uh, there's a sense in Sanford that there are different communities, a, a segregated sort of culture, the gated community where George Zimmerman uh, shot Trayvon Martin, is one example of how divisions exist within Stanford. Has that changed in the last year?
2: I wouldn't say so much it has changed. I would say it has improved. It has gotten better because uh, we're trying to connect and unite. There's a lot of different groups going on in the community trying to make things better. I think the awareness and the sensitivity and the spiritual awakening and somewhat of a civil rights movement that took place in Stanford allow people to understand the dynamics of what the African-American community had been voicing and crying out, not only to the police department, but to the city of Stanford as well. And the innocent shed blood of Trayvon Martin gave us an opportunity now to have a voice that I believe because of the sensitivity, areas have gotten better.
0: I've got a tough question for you, though. I mean, with everything that you've described, all the changes, all the conversations, the sense that people uh, have maybe become more sensitive if the exact same thing happened tomorrow to another African American young person, would you be surprised?
2: I would be surprised because of the awareness and the enforcement and the implementation of what has gone on. The police department has an NRU unit that stands now. They have new surveillance equipment and they have made about 53 arrests within the last month. And so, If that incident that happened with Trayvon Martin happens again, I would be surprised.
0: Well, that's a sense of faith in law enforcement and in the community justice system that you weren't expressing a year ago. That's that's pretty positive.
2: Yes, I would agree.
0: Valerie Houston, pastor at the Allen Chapel AME Church in Sanford, Florida, a year after the shooting death of Trayvon Martin. Valerie,
2: thanks so much. Thank you so much.